Okay, so, yes, we're back, Unstuck, episode two. Uh, that's as far as I thought about... Oh, shit. <laughs> you should definitely prepare these things. I can see why this whole company's around podcasting who, you know, spend time perfecting the art of um, doing these things because just blathering into a microphone is not obviously going to be that valuable for many people. Now, I thought there was no time like the present to continue doing this uh, sort of experiment of a podcast. And uh, what could be more experimental than me taking you on a walk through the city of Brussels, the city I know and love uh, for the last 10 years, and, um, you know, uh, brain doing a brain dump into your ears as I walk along. I'm on my way to meet somebody, uh, and I'm already late, so that's fantastic. And I'm wearing a pair of... Um, headphones that basically allow me to record in such a way that you can hear both left and right separately. So do put on a pair of headphones because it's really quite interesting um, and you'll really hear exactly the same kind of stuff as I'm hearing as we walk through the city. Okay, so this is the moment that I uh, just have to pause for a moment to give you the sad news that I had in fact not activated the stereo recording and the recording you'll hear is actually a relatively low quality mono recording so um, the references I make numerous times to how interesting it must be to listen to different sounds that I'm hearing uh, should basically be ignored. Uh, I will however follow up with a recording where you do get to hear such sounds and I do promise you it'll be worth it so I hope you say um, listening anyway uh, I should not have even suggested that you stop listening because, I mean, surely that's a way to lose precious listeners. Um, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't make this too long. So let's get back to the podcast. And yes, let's go. So open the old flat door. Close the old flat door. Now, I do still have a cold. I hopefully will not be giving you any stereo sneezing but there's always a risk. Uh, what will also happen is that, um, ooh, keys. Keys, keys, wait, is it still recording? I have a feeling it stopped. Did it stop? No, still going. Okay, so um, the thing with uh, this recording is that, uh, this is a terrible podcast already, <laughs> I apologize. I'm still doing the last lock. See, I'm not good at multitasking. Right, the thing with these uh, microphones is that you won't hear my voice as clearly as one, so I apologize for that. But uh, hey, you're getting this for free, so yeah. Which brings me to our sponsor. Yes, we already have a sponsor. It's incredible, and um, the sponsor is uh, well uh, myself. So here's a word from our sponsor. Oops, caught my headset on the door. Unstuck is brought to you by Andrew Hefledassen, who takes pictures and makes music for a living. Um, send him money and work, please. So that was uh, you know, our first sponsor. Um, right, and so now what I get to experience and enjoy is talking to myself while walking across uh, the city and hoping that people just think I'm having a conversation with somebody on the phone. I can certainly thank the advent of uh, hands-free technology for normalizing talking to yourself in public 
to some extent, at least if you uh, appear to have something attached to your ear. Um, but then again, I've been talking to myself <laughs> for quite some time uh, in general, both privately and probably, or definitely publicly. Um, that might be a byproduct of spending a lot of time uh, working on my own, making the obviously music and some other artistic uh, projects and so on. And also coming from a family where it's perfectly normal because my dear father uh, does like to uh, hold court <laughs> with himself, um, you know, now and then. I don't want to slander him publicly on this fresh new broadcast, but, uh, you know, there's a decent amount of, decent amount of uh, let's say, musings coming, coming uh, from his direction. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I hope you've heard some interesting sounds already, by the way, to the left and to the right. To the left and to the right. Um, what next? I, you know, should have obviously made a list of things to talk about so that I wouldn't have these moments where you're just like, oh, come on, this is so annoying. Just this guy pondering what nonsense is going to pour into my ear next. Well, sorry. <laughs> That's going to be the nature of this episode. And who knows? Maybe I'll find a way around that in the future. Um, let's talk about yesterday. So yesterday I made that first episode. And I mean, to call this an episode or to call it a podcast is probably highly insulting to everybody out there making these things and making a lot of cool ones. And I'm really just discovering them myself of late. In particular, uh, ones by Gimlet Media, which apparently was uh, bought by Spotify not so long ago. So they must be doing something right. And there's a lot of really nice... Uh, podcast there but more on that later so I made the one yesterday good back on track um, as you can see I have the tendency to dive down little rabbit holes uh, now and then so it's a challenge for myself to actually just uh, keep on the same topic which I now need to return to once again uh, I made it yesterday posted it at like 10 30 in the evening or something and felt immediately sort of wave of relief uh, sort of a flow over me um, and uh, just ma ma mainly the fact of just doing something just being like I have this idea I would like to do it and it's done boom um, it's a really nice feeling and one that's I have to say pretty rare um, and I sent it to one or two friends as well and had a lot of nice uh, uh, very sincere feedback from them I mean literally like two or three friends uh, and <laughs> one of them actually took my advice to heart and immediately sent me an audio recording in return which I thought was really cool hello Leander first shout out of this podcast ever and uh, he, he told me that he thought yeah I should just send him a message I'm gonna send him a message and boom I had it uh, along with his dear wife Ingrid who also whispered some sweet nothings into the to the phone um, I think they should start a podcast called Sweet Nothings Before Bedtime uh, I hope they do that that would <laughs> make my ear um, so yeah uh, I also had uh, some nice uh, feedback on my Facebook wall where I posted it I don't think it got that much visibility at that time of night uh, from my uh, from Nico it's always been very positive about my uh, my work in general. 
um, and he's also making music and using uh, the same uh, technology and instrument as me. Uh, so that's uh, really appreciated. Uh, and this isn't just, this should not be just a list of me thanking people, but uh, um, that's what I'm doing for, these <laughs> for the last 90 seconds. So I feel like I should continue uh, and also thank uh, Daniels, my old student, who I used to teach English to, uh, who's also in the process of getting himself unstuck, I, I see. I saw him posting some links to some Twitch uh, streams, so basically him, I guess, DJing or making music. I need to check it out, another thing for the list. And, uh, and then also my dear old friend Oscar, who put me on to the, um, the book, The War of Art, which, uh, which helped me, you know, obviously verbalize this concept of uh, um, resistance and, and being stuck. Uh, in many ways, so those are the shoutouts complete. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just coming up to uh, Ansbach, Boulevard Ansbach, in the center, so like center, center, center of uh, Brussels, and been confidently, essentially talking to myself, but also you, in the future, on the street, with very few worries and only one or two odd looks. Mostly gotten away with it, so. That's already sighting. See, it's not so bad once you just do it. Um, and I am now crossing this boulevard, which used to be totally jammed full of uh, cars. Um, but over the last couple of years, basically, uh, it's been pedestrianized. And I have to say, it's very pleasant, thanks to that. Uh, there are a whole bunch of other things I can talk about there. And I can talk about Brussels all day, every day until your ears fall off. So I won't do that just now. I just hope you can actually hear me over the considerable noise that's going on around me. Um, but hopefully the mix of, uh, you know, real auditive experiences and me blathering uh, away is, uh, has, you know, has some value to someone out there. Yesterday, podcast one, sorry, episode one, I had uh, 12 listeners, and that's the kind of statistic where, you know, I think you could easily go like, it's not that many, you know, and uh, I wish it was more, because, you know, these days you can post a picture of you eating your lunch and get 50 likes. Well, I think it's a bit less common, I think people are a bit tired of, tired of looking at people's food. Um, but yeah, you can get really banal stuff that gets a lot of interaction. Of course, somebody clicking like is entirely different. Somebody listening to 10 minutes of, uh, I want to say jibber jabber, but I hesitated, but now I've said it. So there you go. <laughs> um, oh, stereo sniffing. I'm really sorry about that. Um, if eight, no, 12 people listened to 10 minutes of me talking away, that's 120 minutes. That's a lot. And of course, the statistics don't tell me, or the stats don't tell me if it's uh, a full listen. Um, but it doesn't matter, we're already probably easily talking about an hour of people's time, and this is huge. And it's also something that I've reflected upon with um, the videos I've been making uh, on YouTube. And there, you know, it's 
mind-boggling, like numbers which are quite modest in the YouTube sphere. Um, so like I've got half a million views and and, and uh, I don't know how many thousands of minutes have been watched. But if I just step back for a moment and just consider the actual number of people that really is, it's 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 massive and just completely crazy if you compare it to uh, you know 15 years ago what was what was normal or what you could expect to to uh, achieve in terms of reaching people so anyway talking about the past isn't always terribly interesting for people I've, I've learned this from <laughs> teaching electronic music and production and and other things uh, to teenagers they just give me blank looks nobody really cares that much about the past um, but getting back on track which is that topic of you know what is a lot of uh, listens what's a lot of views uh, and what is success and that is a super interesting question and and I think it's the perfect example of the kind of thing that I've wanted to talk about for for a while and I've been thinking about making videos on this one that sort of question what is success is really interesting because I don't think we we take enough time to define it that well I think what tends to happen is that we look at external um, you know, uh, situations or people doing things and we say, ah, they're doing something, they're getting attention, I like that, I want that, or they're getting money, or they're getting something which is our kind of success. And there's many different flavors and kinds. I think the problem is we don't really decide which, which, which success it is that we would like, because you can't have them all. And you can certainly mix and match some of them, but you're always going to be wanting for something. You know, somebody makes a lot of money, well, maybe they can be criticized for having sold out somehow or not doing something that original, etc., etc. And Or somebody is something very original, you think, oh, it's just fantastic, it's beautiful, but they're not making much money. Now, one doesn't negate the other, but um, my point is, I think we let ourselves get buffeted by the winds of... Uh, things that we simply witness far too easily so we see some kind of success or irk external success as I would like to call it with someone and we say oh, I don't have that instead of remembering what our actual focus what our actual metric of success would be and I hate using a word like metric but too late and by all this I mean success is choosing something that you'd like to do and doing it. I don't think it's really about whether uh, it's always super popular or gets lots of uh, attention or makes you a lot of money. Uh, success can be very, very modest in how you frame it, but can be incredibly important. Uh, all kinds of things in life, and I don't want to turn into a life coach or try to pretend that I am, but I mean, living healthily, being good to your friends and family, to yourself, that's all success. And if I just zoom out from this whole uh, monologue, I think that my success, the big one, the one I should celebrate and be happy about, is that I just made a little recording, aka a podcast, and shot it out there and just, that's the success. It's not, it's really not whether there's uh, 12 listens or 24 
or 1,000. That is, I mean, that is another measure of success, but the one that really matters to me, uh, and the one I'd like to focus on, and which is really the be-all and end-all, is can I do it? Can I enjoy it? Can I learn something from it? And also have some fun with it? Because there's a whole bunch of stuff, as we all know, in life that's plenty serious. So if you can find somewhere where you can just express yourself or just get something out that you want to get out there, whether it's then celebrated by people or not, that is some kind of measure of success. Uh, of that, I feel pretty certain after scrabbling around for, I don't know, 20 plus years, making things and getting mixed up and confused as to how I should be measuring what I'm doing and what I should really be able to expect. So yeah, little interlude, can you hear a train passing by? I'll stop for a moment so you can hear some nice stereo effects. So as I keep walking, praying that this is still recording, still working. Um, I'm walking underneath this uh, um, <laughs> I'm walking underneath an overpass basically, a sort of tunnel, where you have this train line which runs from yeah, the north of Brussels through to the south which has got a super interesting history. Uh, it was basically, they started making it in the early 20th century and just tore a massive big hole through the city. And they did it in the cheapest way possible, which was literally just to knock everything down, build a hole, chuck the tunnel in there and cover it up. And being an ex-architect and studied urban design, this has always fascinated me because it's, it's been such a brutal, uh, it's such a brutal scar to the tissue of the city. And I really do think city is an organic living thing in, in so many ways. There's, there's no doubt in my mind at all. And if you look at it now, you can see the city starting to heal itself around where this kind of gash runs through it. It's sometimes underground, sometimes overground. And yeah, it's, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't want to dive too deep because uh, I know I can get lost in it. Um, but any of you who do know Brussels, um, it's, uh, it's worth just tracing that trajectory and seeing what it's done to the city when, you know, when it was made to connect North Station and South Station, because they used to be end stations. You, know, you had to get out at South Station, walk across the city or take a tram and uh, get in another train at North Station. And anyway, it took 50 years, just uh, basically an open construction site or demolition site rather, and it did a lot of damage to the city. And it's learning these kind of things that really got me interested in Brussels urban history and led to me, I would say, falling in love with the place rather a lot. Um, but on that, perhaps I'll talk more later. And if anybody wants to hear me ramble on about Brussels urban history, uh, let, me, let me know in some form or send me a message. Send me an audio message, please. <laughs> um, and I know that you can send interactive messages on 
the Anchor app. And Anchor is where I'm recording this podcast. So I'm getting close to my destination. I am 15 minutes late, which is terrible. Icelanders are always late. It's basically <laughs> genetic. Uh, the time I say I'm going to be there is kind of the time... <clears throat> the time I said I'd leave. And actually I'm looking for the street just now. And where am I on my way to? And as I get close to concluding this podcast, I'm on my way to see Mr. David Labby. And David is a gentleman with a very interesting background. So, so interesting that I don't dare try to summarize it in case I make a mistake. <laughs> um, and he's just moved to Brussels. So I'm going to welcome him in, well, well, welcome him to the city, I guess. It's a big, big phrase. And um, probably go and have some lunch and a coffee. He himself uh, has got lots of interesting projects going on, including an audio-based one, which again, I was just about to start talking about, because I think it's interesting, we already talked about it quite a bit, but I don't know how secret it is, so I'm not going to go further into it. But needless to say, uh, we had one or two conversations about all the things which stop you from doing the thing you want to do. And holy moly, this podcast has already been 20 minutes, and yet another stereo sniff for you one more so yes success I recorded something again and maybe you listened if you listen to this point then you're a hero and you deserve a shout out whoever you are if you'd like a shout out <laughs> send me an audio message and I will I'll definitely include you in the next one right I've kind of run out of stuff to say, but I really had in my mind that it would be fun if this podcast would end at exactly the moment that we meet David. So, if you can hang on just like another 90 seconds, and when I say 90 seconds, you know I really mean 215 seconds, then this is going to be possible, and I will be making my own podcast history. I've already informed him that I might <laughs> that I might involve him. I was just reading his message. I said, when I arrive, I might be recording a podcast, and I might invite you to add some magic sauce at the end of it. He replied, I have plenty. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Right. He lives on... No, I'm not going to tell the address. Crazy people would come and bug him. See? I'm learning all kinds of things as I do this. Including how to just properly enunciate and, and, and talk uh, like a semi-functioning human being. Which I have to say, it's gotten harder over the years. Right, here we are. Let's see, is his name on the door? It is. Okay. Isn't this exciting? I mean, <laughs> relatively speaking. Hello. Hello, David. Third floor. Third? Third. Noise. Good, now you're going to hear me pant. Does it work, the door? Mm -hmm. Ah, it does, yeah. Oh, it's just being weak and feeble. Right, to get to the pant up to the third floor. At which point, no pressure at all. We will expect and hope that David will add some magic sauce. You can probably already hear me approaching. 
Christmas tree. Oops. <laughs> Here we are. Welcome. David, can you give us some magic sauce to finish the podcast? I, I, I've just invented the best tea in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's uh, raw licorice wood. Wow, I love licorice. Cinnamon stick. Okay. And uh, a few cloves. This sounds epic. Steep. 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 That's a, a, a verb. It's an action. <laughs> it's what you need to do with it. Is it called steep tea? Give me, give me some steep. Give me a cup of steep. Give David me a steep, steep. A steep cup of steep. Oh, I love it. Am I going to get to taste this? You will. Fantastic. Oh, nice. I think on that note, I will wish you all, uh, or bit the adieu, or whatever the hell does he say. I don't know anymore. I've turned your front 20. My mouth has gone cold. Goodbye.